Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we watched, watched Housebound. <laughs> Perfect. Your client has been through a number of these treatment programs in the past, and the results have been less than spectacular. Miss Bracknell is in need of stability. I'm therefore ordering an urgent report into the suitability of a mother's house for a sentence of eight months home detention. Gosh, that's high tech, isn't it? Aren't you lucky, Kylie, having all that fancy technology on your foot? Nice being back home. Some things have happened since I've been here. Things I can't explain. in this house, Kylie. What are you going to do against a hostile spirit? I'm going to smash it in the face. When you put an overactive mind in an inactive environment, there's bound to be complications. I don't need a counselling session. I just need to get out of this house. Oh, no. They've been doing this all week. Hold on. the spirit that lives in this house. What is your business here? So, are you happy to proceed with the story that Mr McRandall was attacked by a vengeful ghost? Yes. Righto. Guys, how's everyone doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? All right. I'm good. good. I'm good. Okay. We just want to jump right into this shit. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So. How long ago has it been since you've seen Housebound? Jeff, uh, when did you check it out? Earlier this week. I think I was like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. So you're fresher. A little fresher than us. I think we saw it three, maybe a, less than a month ago. Yeah. Not been that long, but yeah. Yeah, maybe like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yes, uh, and whose choice was this? This, this is, is my choice. Okay, what what made you pick this, Kia? I picked this movie because I have a habit of going on Netflix and looking at movies and then seeing what Rotten Tomatoes gave it because um, apparently I live by whatever Rotten Tomatoes rates movies. And they rated this movie, I believe, like a 96, 97, very, very high. So I thought... Okay, this is a good... And I wanted to see a good horror movie. Most horror movies don't get ranked very high. so It's true. Rotten Tomatoes is pretty notorious for having a pretty low rating for majority of horror movies. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Jeff, did you know anything about this movie going into it? No, and I actually... I was going to watch the trailer first, and then I was like, no, I can't do that. I want to... I love watching mm. a movie cold without knowing anything mm. first. And so I was like, no, I'm just going to watch it without... For sure. Being, yeah, I didn't see the, we, we didn't have we didn't, we didn't see the trailers. No, either. I didn't. Just, I didn't watch anything about it. I just knew what Kia had said yeah. about it having a high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And it has a ninety six, which is I mean that's just hard for any movie. Yeah. To yeah. do so it's for a movie that's rating. classified as horror, that really got my attention. Yeah. yeah. So um, and it's sort of a horror comedy too. Right. It's got some. Humorous. Which I didn't know that going into it either. I uh, thought it was going to be a straight horror film. So. Yeah. I knew that going in somehow. I might have yeah. gotten that from Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so I knew that going in, I knew that it was supposed to be bloody, it wasn't as bloody as I thought, but it's supposed to be bloody, scary, but a great horror comedy. So, yeah. um, hmm. who so wants to, the, 
Yeah. Should we just say the premise? I think it's, you two should kind of go through the basics. Like, you start as Jeff, and then Kia will jump in mm-hmm. with, you know, things she thinks you're, you might be missing, that sort of thing. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, I guess we should go ahead and say spoiler. I guess if you're listening to this, you know that already right. anyway, but... Just you know, just to be pretty major spoilers. I will say, like before we get started, that I I don't think because of some of the twist in this movie, mm-hmm. I don't feel like this movie has a lot of replay value. I think that if you watched it a second time, it maybe wouldn't hold up as well, knowing some of the twist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's kind of a mystery slash. You know, um, well, it's a mystery. Yeah, yeah, it's a mystery. So it's it's kind of loses some of its power on a second watch. Yeah. I would I would imagine. Before so. we get into the spoilers, we can give like just a little, like a brief summary. Yeah, I give a bare bones of what yeah. it's about. Yeah. It's just about it's basically what it says in the title: Housebound. A girl commits a crime and she gets placed under house arrest at her parents' creepy house, and she's very sullen and kind of this miserable, probably late twenties. Which yeah, I thought I was pretty there. cool too that she wasn't like an eighteen year old, which seems to be the case in most horror movies. Um, and so it's just she gets stuck in this house, and then she, um, and then things start happening in the house. That's basically the premise of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Some unexplainable occurrences. Right. Or, yeah, you think it's worth noting that this is a foreign film? This is technically New it Zealand. is foreign. Yeah. It's New Zealand, but there's so but there's no subtitles. Yeah, it's English language, obviously, yeah. but it's. New Zealand. So there's a few cultural yeah. differences and that sort of thing. It's funny you mentioned the no subtitles because uh, I, I'm i familiar with... Uh, I've seen movies from New Zealand and British movies and TV shows. And I've never really had a hard time understanding anyone. But there are scenes in this movie where I was like, I have no idea what they just said. Yeah. <laughs> any, any specific characters or... Yeah, the neighbor with, that has the false teeth. Okay. I There was that scene where he's explaining what happened or whatever mm. to well, whatever anyway uh but i literally watched that scene four times because i was like I, I didn't catch all that and i kept rewinding i was like i think what he's saying here is going to be kind of important to what's going to happen later so i'm gonna make sure i know it and i finally just turned the subtitles on because i was like i have no idea what this guy's saying well not no idea but i picked it up but he also mentioned um uh some kind of an animal and i was like what is he saying there and it turns out he says mogi mm. And I'm like, I don't know what a mogi is. I don't know who it is. M O G G Y. I guess mm. that's like a New Zealand thing. Or... Hmm. But anyway, let's give the the bare bones. Or, or is, do you consider that the bare bones? That's pretty much the bare bones. Plot that's, synopsis. The bare bones. that's what you need to I know. Just, going I just saw it. something really interesting though on the picture. There's a there's like um, a, a a blurb from Sir Peter Jackson. Oh, okay. Where it says, a wonderfully witty comedy horror that delights in scaring the hell out of you. Bloody brilliant. So, hmm. there you go. And he's also yeah, native New Zealand. Native New Zealand, or, yeah. yeah. A native uh, horror comedy. Right, that's kind of his bread and butter. Yeah. yeah. Or his backbone, I guess. Yeah. Because he did Dead Alive. And... Right. Peter Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. That's, the uh... Hobbit guy? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's how he got <laughs> I did not know that. I just... Yeah. yeah, he did Dead Alive. What was that other movie... Bad taste. Bad taste. Yeah. And then the oh. Frighteners technically is... Right, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, Boarding. with that, that'll wet your whistle to make you go out oh. and watch the movie. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Um, so, we're going to go deep cuts. Let's talk about this. All right. So, let's this get bastard. So, she's... The girl in the movie, she robs an ATM machine. Yes. With dynamite. No yeah. less. Try... <laughs> Gets a... Uh, 
sentenced to house arrest at her mom's house, the house she grew up in. Right. And her mom is convinced that the house is haunted, and she catches her mom on a radio show calling and saying, Yes, our house is haunted. Right. It's got a ghost. I don't know what it's doing. Just like that. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it, it seems like she might be acknowledging that she has her own kind of repressed memories of the house being haunted or remembering, right? Isn't it? Or am I misremembering that? The mother? Right? No, uh, the girl. The daughter. I think yeah. the mother makes a statement that, because the daughter is like, this is all crazy, this is all crazy. And I think the mother says something like, oh, really? Well, okay. I'm not helping at all. But she does make a statement. Like, well, you weren't, you didn't think that way when you were younger, or something like that, to mm. imply that the girl was freaked out when she was younger. Hmm. So, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but the the girl notices strange occurrences, right? And starts to be convinced a little bit herself. Yeah, well, she starts hearing noises and stuff, and then at one point she goes down to the basement. Yeah, and she, you see this like disembodied hand like reach out and grab her ankle mm-hmm. oh that's the other thing we should mention is she's got the little ankle bracelet bracelet thing you know so if she leaves the property it goes off so the cops will come or whatever and when this creature or whatever it is ghost or whatever like grabs her ankle the alarm goes off and this cop comes out to check right. on her to see what was going on isn't it technically her probation officer or something along those lines yeah, yeah. or yeah something like that it's a right? probation officer yeah and that's a funny bit in the movie too when he shows up and they his her mom starts telling him that the house is haunted he immediately reaches into his pocket and pulls out a <laughs> tape recorder and he turns out to be like an amateur ghost hunter right <laughs> right and he's doing the whole evp thing where he's asking questions and I thought that Electronic was voice phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> As they like to point out in every single episode of Ghost Hunters. <laughs> EVP. Um, so yeah, and then, uh, how far are we going to go with this? Are we going to... Just say uh, it. I mean, because that's basically it. Right, and now and then, <laughs> then we're getting into spoilers. major spoilers, right? Yeah. Uh, do, should we note also that the the main character is kind of abrasive and... Not very nice. Yeah, you uh, don't want to. Li- you, you. She's not a kind of person you would like because she's so sarcastic and she really doesn't want to be there and she treats everyone like crap. She just, she's has just an attitude. miserable. I mean, when she eats the entire meatloaf, I, I really <laughs> did not like her. You know what I mean? The mom comes home from show, grocery <laughs> shopping and the main character has eaten like an entire meatloaf that was supposed to feed the whole family. It should be noted too that she's living with her mother and her stepfather. Right. Right. It's just the three of them in the house. And the stepfather is very quiet. He doesn't really Very soft-spoken man. Yeah. 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 She interacts more with the mother, but she basically just lazes around the house. She, it's very messy. She just is like the worst house guest Mm. She's real angsty and like... She's acting like a 13-year-old girl when she's almost 30. But there's something... Kind of likable about that yeah. too. Well, and, uh, are we going to talk about the infamous line that you liked so much? It's Kia? not going to come across funny, but there's a line when the police officer um, or her probation officer is going around a room with um, what's the thing called? The EM. All the little tape recorder. No, the EMP where he's trying. He's like ghost lit out electronic magnetic uh, yeah, impulses right, yeah. that can be monitored. <laughs> Yeah, he says something like that. Why can't I find the exact quotes? 
Um, but yeah, he basically says kind of what Craig says. They're in the room. He was like, you know, that ghosts do this. And oh no, no, no! He he talks about how um, there's cold spots. He's like, there's cold right. spots okay. all over here, and uh, you know that it gets colder when when a ghost, you know, like yeah. the, the areas that ghosts inhabit get colder. And he 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 says that, and he totally means it. And she has this little rabbit face, and she says, "Do they?" And it's the most sarcastic. You have to see it. It was so funny. Like I, like I went back and watched it again. I watched it again when the movie was over. It was just so. Yeah. Uh, it was. Did she say, do "Oh, they. do they?" Or is it just "do they"? She was like, "Do they?" What are you doing now? Just getting a baseline reading for the data loggers. What are they supposed to log? Fluctuations in room temperature. Ghosts have a lower body temperature than humans. Do they? do they like she was genuinely interested in it um so yeah it's it's um and also before we get to the spoilers she's like you dork (laughs) yeah yeah and that's part of the humor of it's a lot of dry humor it's you know it's definitely is a comedy yeah well in the the probation officer character i mean that actor plays it as as dry as humanly possible i mean yeah. it's it's almost like a non-acting performance mm-hmm. and uh, i think it's really hilarious how he's an amateur ghost hunter he happens to live like basically next door because he, he he's, <laughs> yeah. he's able to get there like 30 seconds after an incident happens yeah. you know it's like i was just in the neighborhood like that type of thing you know so uh, there's definitely a lot of convenient moments with that character yeah. but, but i think it's part of the comedy of it i think it's on purpose so yeah. Um, so what's spoiler territory, Jeff? Let's go ahead and just spoiler. bust the shit open. Yeah, out of it. Well, it's... Uh, so, yeah, it turns out the house is not haunted. Yes. It's... Uh, well, let's see. How do I... So, at first... Well, there's like a part that I kind of didn't really pick up on mm. too well. So, the I guess the house used to be a place for... Uh, troubled teens right. and stuff like that. And yeah. Get children with like psychosis, <coughs> yeah. like mental health issues. And uh, yeah. one of them was murdered years earlier mm-hmm. before they ever moved into the house, I guess. And they uncover that very quickly, right? And that's yeah. that's their suspicion is that there's a ghost haunting the place that was murdered there. Yeah. I think the thing. girl finds a box of like old records. Yeah. Or something like that. And she's and finds out what the place used to be. Because I don't know if she mm-hmm. knew. No, she didn't. She realizes that all the books that they have in the cellar, remember, in the basement, were property of that school or whatever. They weren't like books that her mother had bought. It's just because they didn't move out anything, remember? Yeah. The mom bought it as is, and Mm. they didn't really care to renovate it. They just left it terrible shape, so... Yeah, and they found all those. They found a bunch of files at some point. Exactly, yeah, that's what Key was saying, yeah, yeah, with the records, yeah. And then, uh... I, 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 I don't... Something about it, I just, I don't know if I, how I missed it or whatever, but she ends up breaking this thing, this pipe open, because she suspects there's something in it. I don't know how she knew there would be something in there, because that's where she finds the false teeth or whatever. Mm. Like, it looks like a retainer. I actually don't remember that, to be honest. Oh, really? Because <clears throat> when she finds the retainer thing, that's when she decides to go next door and see if the neighbor's uh, false teeth match the ones that she oh. found in the little pipe. Hmm. Remember, she takes that hammer and, like, busts it open and reaches her hand in. Yeah, that part I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, that was a part I felt like after I watched the movie, I was like, maybe I should go back and rewatch that scene because I didn't really catch what made her want to do that. But 
Anyway, so they go next door because they think, oh, the guy next door must have killed the girl and gotten away with it. Mm. And so they kind of do a, a B and E. <laughs> right, right. And they is is actually the probationary officer. Right, yeah. is one of the people participating in this probably pretty illegal activity of yeah. you know breaking in on this guy and trying to find evidence that he yeah. uh, may have killed this young woman you know very yeah. many years ago. Right, right. And then um, they he she tries to t- steal the false teeth out of his mouth while he's sleeping. And right. Of course, he wakes up and he spits the false teeth out into like a a bunch of junk that's just you know piled up in front of him, like boxes of old books and just random junk. And she, they try to run away. Mm. The probation officer, like, he for some reason, guy has like a little like a bear trap or what? Not a bear trap, but you know. Yeah, he has he has little uh, booby traps basically around yeah. his, his property, and, and the probationary officer gets caught in one, yeah. and then actually has to confront. The suspect, whatever right. the guy that they, with the false teeth that they're suspecting of everything, yeah, and that's when there's a new revelation, right? Right, and then the girl goes home and she's hiding. She thinks the guy's going to come after him, and then the door opens that she's hiding in this closet, and she's stabbed. She's got these hedge trimmers. Yeah, he the, someone opens the door. She lunges out with the hedge trimmers, yeah. and it turns out she's stabbing her stepfather. Her stepfather yeah. by mistake. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the probation officer guy goes back like the next night to kind of snoop around to the guy's house, and he, the the guy who owns the house, you know, catches him snooping around the house, and instead of being like really confrontational and stuff, he's just like, "Look, let me tell you a story." Mm. <laughs> so he tells him this story about Eugene, who uh, was the son of, I guess, a one of his old. Not a girlfriend, but he made it sound like it was a, a prostitute he used to see, and uh, uh, said that like Eugene would only say like a few words at a time, and then mm. the mother like left him with this kid, and uh, he thought, well, the kid must be kind of disturbed because he came back and he had take taken the arms off some animal and put it on backwards or something. Uh, but he also said he was really good with uh, electronics and fixing things, and he said anything he gave to him that was broken, he could fix it. Hmm. And then, uh, but he ran. They said he ran away, and then like a year later, that girl was murdered. And so they're like, oh, maybe it was Eugene was the one that killed the girl. Mm-hmm. And then it really helps to watch the movies. <laughs> 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 um, some he she. The neighbor shows the probation officer, like, somehow Eugene had, like, a secret room below the neighbor's house. Right. Something like that. Um, And I don't think it connected to the girl's house. But somehow Eugene ended up in this girl's house, the housebound girl. And he was living almost, like, between the walls. Yeah, kind he had of. like little secret passages in the walls. So every she so she thought it was you know being haunted by the, whoever was killed there, but really it was just this crazy kid that's been living in her house this whole time, and yeah. he's the one that's been making the noise and doing the weird things. So it turns out her yeah. house isn't haunted at all. Yeah, it was just Eugene. He's the one that grabbed her by the ankle mm-hmm. and downstairs. And uh, do we know why he grabbed her by the ankle? I feel like that might have been. Explains. Uh, I don't know. Like, 
I don't know. That's a good question. It'd be interesting to go back and see if maybe there was some reason why he did that. Was he, he trying to give him because there? Um, what we missed is that she's been seeing um, a psychiatrist. Yeah, it's like a, a, mental, it's like a, a counselor. counselor. Yeah. So she's been seeing this counselor, and yeah, we missed this part early in the house when the counselor's there. There's a blackout. And the counselor is attacked. Mm-hmm. The counselor is attacked in this blackout. So we're thinking yeah. it's the ghost of right. whatever. And yeah. the counselor implies that, I mean, everyone thinks that she did it, obviously. That, that she right. got stressed out and attacked the counselor for confronting her on issues and that sort of thing. Right. Um, when in actuality, we learn after the twist, right, that Eugene is the one that attacked the counselor, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of mysterious as to why, I guess, sort of, right? Sort no, the counselor is the one that killed the girl. Yeah, well, yeah, well, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I'm just saying that that was, like, as we're learning this, that's that's kind of, like, what we yeah. start to suspect is that Eugene, for some reason, attacked the counselor. Yeah. We don't know why exactly right. at first. Right. At first you're thinking, like, oh, Eugene's, like, this crazy person. He's right. attacking the counselor. He's grabbing her by the leg. And right. They, you know, but, and then we find out later that it was actually not Eugene at all. Eugene was is actually, like, this sort of, quiet uh kind of scared person yeah. you know who he's actually, disturbed for sure but yeah, I don't he's think definitely disturbed he yeah. doesn't necessarily mean any harm i guess right as, you know yeah he doesn't he doesn't try to harm anyone he actually seems to care for the people who've lived in the house yeah because uh, when they finally find him in the walls you know the when it's it's re- finally revealed that the counselor is the one who killed the girl years earlier um and I guess Eugene went into the walls to hide from him, right? That's kind of what I was right. kind of picking right. up. So, and, and the reveal, by the way, that how, one of the reasons we learn that it's the counselor that's responsible for all this is because he also has false teeth. Apparently, yeah. it's an epidemic in New Zealand for people to be missing <laughs> a considerable amount of their teeth. And, they must um, eat a lot of candy. Right. So, <laughs> uh, so this counselor, like, at one point... I feel like they're they're having like a small snack or something, and he takes out his his false teeth in front of uh, the right. protagonist. So that's how mm-hmm. that's like the big reveal where she's like, "Oh, yeah. maybe yeah, it's him," you know. She's trying to warn them. Oh, there's somebody living in the walls, and right. she's trying to show them. But like, for some reason, Eugene's got some way of hiding the yeah. fact. That and the counselor makes it seem like she's totally delusional, insane. Like yeah. he like when police show up and everything, the counselor's like, "There was no one living in these walls. We, we are like." Uh, giving her too much credit and, and you know, uh, what do you call it? Driving her fantasies even more, yeah. you know, to higher levels. We need to nip this in the bud, you know, that, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yes. I don't know. Uh, then something happens. Well, I mean, we're, no. <laughs> we're basically building up to the final confrontation, yeah. right? I mean, eventually there's like an all out. When she finds out about the retainer, she confronts him about it and that's when he tries to kill her and her mother right he tries to do that (laughs) and um and when they do that that's when the mother they both run into eugene so then the mother i think this is the first time the mother sees eugene so now she realizes her daughter's not crazy Yeah. yeah um and then um dennis I know we first we haven't mentioned him. Dennis is the um the mental health person, the counselor. Um, he all they all end up in a big confrontation. The mother, the daughter, Dennis and Eugene, and 
Dennis, the counselor, um, stabs Eugene, um, attacks the daughter and the mother, and eventually um, Eugene hands the daughter a weapon and she stabs the counselor. Under the throat, like... That, mm. That's like really the only part where yeah. it becomes bloody, yeah. Yeah, like she stabs him underneath the jaw, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't kill him when she stabbed him, but he's, it's connected to some long wire, and then as soon as she stabs him with it, Eugene turns it on and his head his, explodes. Right. <laughs> Eugene, remember, is good with electronics, so he probably yeah. knew that was gonna, that was his plan the whole time. Yeah. Like she's gonna stab him, and I'm gonna flip the switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least saw, yeah, saw the opportunity. Yeah. And when he explodes, it explodes its head, um, and his one of his eyeballs lands in the daughter's mouth, and she just kind of <laughs> like just spits it out. Um, it's a nice touch. And the so, mother's just completely covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's a very happy ending. Like they're uh, uh, they're all still living in the household, and Eugene is there. You don't see him, so I can assume something happens with an ele- electronic, and the daughter says. Eugene, and that's where the movie ends. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, is Eugene still living in the walls? I, I wonder. Think so like I think it's he's... still implied that even they, they're a little bit more open about the fact that he lives in the walls. But otherwise, yeah, they seem to have like yeah. accept, accepted it. Like yeah. he's almost like a just a part of the family. Right. Now, in a way. It had a kind of it's a Beetlejuice security system ending <laughs> a little bit, where they kind of accept you yeah. know their roles and everything, and just sort of you know. That was one thing I was going to ask you guys about was the the very end where she. He's, you know the the camera, the batteries. There, he's like, oh, I just charged the battery. And she's like, Eugene. You know, hmm. I thought maybe there was some joke there that I just was over my head. I didn't get. Is At there... first, I was confused too because I was like, what does that mean? The only thing I could, the only thing I could think was maybe that's just him messing with electronics again. Maybe he just. I guess that was just their way of saying like Eugene still lives here. Yeah, and yeah. he's still messing around with electronics. I mean, also maybe, maybe there was like yes. a funnier joke. There might be. But... It might imply that he's like filming them a lot and stuff like that, being yeah, a creepy be. weirdo yeah. filming them. You know, because he does watch the them. They, they show that in the movie where he's doing. He's done drawings. all his drawings yeah. of all these different important moments in her life and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot yeah. to mention that when she yeah. does discover his little room, he's had all these drawings, and that <laughs> makes her. Um, there's a drawing of her when she's leaving the house I guess when she I don't know if she's running away or if she's leaving this is way before she gets arrested she's leaving the house and I think he doesn't he have a drawing of her mother's face is the mother yeah. is the mother's watching her leave and I think mm. at that moment she kind of realizes oh I've been giving my mom a really right. hard time I'm really being a horrible person my yeah. parents really do love me that was yeah. a cute moment I thought I see yeah. so I think we've done a decent job running down this entire movie. <laughs> let's let's we hear what every detail let's hear what what you guys thought of it. I think we should start with Kia because I, I have a feeling she has the most positive review. So we'll I start will, with her. I will say that on IMDb, one of the comments about funniest moments, a few people mentioned the do they as being their funniest one of yeah, the funniest yeah. moments, and then rewinding it and looking at it again. So it's a legitimately funny moment. I gave this movie a solid <laughs> A, not an A plus, not an A minus. I don't know why I don't give it an A plus. Maybe because, mm, why don't I give it? An well, A+? has time kind of like tempered you a little bit? Because when we first watched it, you were super enthusiastic. I still about gave it. it an A though. Yeah. Um, I just don't remember why I didn't say A plus. Yeah. Um, maybe it could have been a little bit more bloodier. Um, but I thought I did a good job of being because I did. I jumped several times during it mm. um 
So I thought it was sufficiently scary for me and sufficiently funny. So I'm going to, I would give it an A. Did the horror aspects of it hold up better when you thought it was a ghost? Like when you discovered that it wasn't a ghost in the house, did that change like the jumps and stuff like that as you progressed or did it not really affect anything? I don't know if I had that many jumps after I knew about it, but I just don't remember if there were that many jumpy moments after that part. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. I mean, you too, Jeff. Like, do you think it changed tone at all for you? Or did it change the way you were watching it when you found out it's not a haunted house movie after all? It's kind of a mystery movie, murder mystery. I think it did change the tone of it a bit after it's revealed that it's not a ghost. Yeah. Um, But I thought it had some some decent scares in it. Like, kind of jump scares in a way, you know, where... It'd be like that loud blah. Right, right, right. But, but I also I remember Kia saying when we did the last podcast it was a horror comedy. Yeah. So I, I totally forgot it. about that. I mean, I didn't yeah. for some reason I didn't have that expectation when I watched when I sat down to watch it. I don't know why. But I was actually surprised because I knew it was going to be a horror comedy. I was mm-hmm. surprised by how scary it actually was being a comedy. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's scarier than I thought it was going to be. But uh, uh, yeah. There you go. What, what would your grade be if you had to rate it? I'd give it about a B minus. Yeah, I, which is you know what t- is good. What takes it down from a? What takes it to a B minus? What did you like? Because obviously that means you didn't like something about it. Oh uh, no, I mean it doesn't mean I don't like something. I mean B minus is a passing grade. It's just it's, it's above passing, average. Still, but it means yeah. that something went wrong. Yeah, no, some, not there are some wrong answers. You don't get a B minus unless you have some wrong answers. Well, well, just because I don't. Absolutely love something doesn't mean I hate it. It's just I, uh, you know, I don't love every movie. I just you know it was it was good. I mean I enjoyed it, but it wasn't. It didn't blow my mind or anything. I was just yeah. like, oh, good. It's you know it's entertaining. It's worth watching. Fair enough. Yeah. See, I I agree with Jeff. I would give it a B minus as well. <laughs> I I think that for me, what happened was it was just a little too long. I felt like it was a good solid twenty minutes too long. It could have been a lot tighter to, to me. Um, uh, also, like the the Eugene stuff, like I, I thought it was interesting and like neat twist and everything. Mm-hmm. But I have to admit, like I did kind of crave for it to be a more traditional haunted house movie. Like, the further away it got from the premise of it being a haunted house movie, like, the more I was frustrated with it and everything. Which I guess is unfair, because that's not what the movie was trying to be at all. You know what I mean? But, um... I I don't know. Like, once it became just kind of, like, wacky zaniness and stuff, Mm. it kind of started to lose some of the appeal for me. I still enjoyed it. Kind of like what Jeff was just saying. Like, I still liked it and was still on board. Mm -hmm. But I think, again, it's just not... I don't like since it's a mystery film and now that I know everything um I don't think it has replay value at all like I I can't imagine sitting down to watch it again you know and liking it the same way could be wrong though I mean it could be something to revisit in like five years or something and totally be into it I don't know I definitely the spooky tone of it went away once you found out it was just a guy living in the walls right right (laughs) but uh it might actually be interesting to watch again, knowing that it's not just to see if, like. It would be kind of cool it. to see how it holds up. Yeah. I mean, or how how it changes, you know. So it's sort of yeah. like you know sometimes there's movie, like the Sixth Sense. Uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> <You find out laughs> Bruce Willis was a fifteen-year-old movie, sixteen-year-old yeah. movie. 
feel like you find out Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. You're like, oh shit, I didn't see that. Right, you, right. You, you know, if you didn't, and then you can go back and watch it a second time and see it from that angle. Or like, you know, the one I love, the last one we watched. Yeah. That's when you can go back and watch a second time and see it kind of from a different angle. Mm-hmm. So this one would be falling in line with that too a little bit. I think. I think if you approached it more as a comedy, yeah, more than a horror, it, you would. It, mm-hmm. You could appreciate it more because it. I think it's. I think it did a good job of being funny. Mm. So, I think in a all, dark kind of way, not like American, wacky funny, but like non-American. Yeah, I, I, dark funny. Yeah, dark I mean another thing that I think um, kind of screwed over my expectations and how much I liked it is I, I thought the mother was a really cool character. Mm-hmm. Like, the first 20 minutes of the movie, she's a very important character. And then she kind of falls out of it until the end, you know? Like, she becomes a much more insignificant part. And, like, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to see more of that character. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm like, bringing my own expectations to it, and that's not really fair. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I do think that I stumbled upon... A fact that it's supposed to be um, redone to be an American oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we talked about, we had mentioned that when we watched the movie, because I saw, I think I saw that on Wikipedia. And we were concerned that, oh, now the mother is going to be like, I don't know, a 23 year old or like a, a little child. Because what I liked about the New Zealand one is that it's a mother who's looks like she's in her 50s, early 60s. And a daughter who's like late twenties. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's nice to see you know adults in yeah I mean, more movies that don't have little creepy children, right? Um, but I but the original director, the New Zealand director, is is a, supposedly supposed to direct the American one, so Might that stay could bode true. well. Yeah, and I think we also for fun talked about who would be cast. That could be a kind of a funny idea yeah. to throw around. Who do you think? Who, who's your top choices? For American the, cast, Housebound. For the mother, for the mother, I think I said Alice and Janney, um, because she can pull off. Who is that? She was in. Was she in the West Wing? She was in. Um, she's in Spy. Let me pull up her face. Pull up her face. Um, <laughs> she was in Juno, wasn't she? Was she the mom in Juno? I never saw Juno. Oh. Juno, what I mean? Um. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. She's in the she's, she's in the comedy um, Mom, the comedy TV show Mom with Anna Faris. She was in The West Wing. She was in Juno. She's in The Help. Oh, let me show you her face. So you recognize her. But she does. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Kind of dry comedy, mm. very you know, very well. So I think she would, she would be good, um, for the mother. Mm. Who do you think would be good for the mother? Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy Bates. Ooh, Boom. that would be good. Boom. <laughs> that is good. I don't have to look her up on IMDb that to show guy. anybody either. Everybody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> who would you pick? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, tough. I have to think about this. Trying to stay true to the original. Um, Kathleen Turner? No, I don't know. It's uh, not that terrible. Actually. It's not that bad, yeah. That'd someone who cool. can be funny and dry, yeah. but also someone that's like the age, close to the age. Mm-hmm. This mom, because this mom, if you see the movie, she she looks just kind of just like beaten down by having this crazy child. Mm. So, you know, you don't want them if they redo it in America. I wouldn't want it to be like how most horror movies are, where it's like a young family and they have a little a little 
person right. or whatever. Um, what about for the daughter? We're not going to give Jeff his shot, or he's passing. No, you go ahead. No, I he said Kathleen Turner. Oh, yeah, the Kathleen Turner. Oh, okay. I'm for the sorry. mother. Yeah, okay. For the... Oh, I don't know, with a daughter. Go for it. I'm trying to see who, who I came up, who I thought about before. Because someone in their late 20s, early 30s. Oh, no. Just be kind of funny. Some comedic shots. Kristen Wiig, I think, would be. I think That's that would who be I was funny. about to say. Kristen Wiig. <laughs> I can see her doing that. Unfortunately, she's probably more likely to play the mom at this point. <laughs> That's by why Hollywood you don't want. Um, someone early 30s. Well. Kristen Wiig would be good, though. I think because she can be, I can see her being the pouty yeah. daughter. And I can also see her pulling off the, the funny. And she's obviously breaking off into more serious I, I know it's not the most original choice, but what about um, uh, the lead actress from uh, Pitch Perfect? Mm. Anna oh, Kendrick, isn't that her name? Kendrick, yeah, yeah, I can see her. There you go. I can see that too. Let's see. I think I like her. Mine is getting greenlit. So far, <laughs> yours, Kia, not so much. Unless it's very, very low budget, which it probably will be. Too, so. I'm going to say I'm cheating now. I'm using the It's internet. getting remade by New Line. Yeah, I just want to point out, anyone that's actually listening to this, <laughs> um, everyone else is having using the internet. Craig, no. To look up information, I'm just, just, I just my up. fresh, beautiful mind. Hmm. Everyone else has to use their little crutches, their devices, gizmos, and gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I just saw somebody. Uh, I don't like her though. Um, Amy Adams. No, I don't know. Um, Amy Adams. I don't know who that is. She's in. She plays Lois Lane's. Yeah, you know oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know who Isla Fisher is? Same person. Oh, right. They look very similar. Oh, um, shit. Oh, shit. I do think it doesn't need to be remade, though. I mean, it just came yeah, it out like kind of 2014. <laughs> um, why can't we just appreciate the New Zealand movie? But, here, here. Yes. Um, horror movies that take place in non-American places. I know I'm sounding very un-American, but horror movies that take place. Outside of America, always are more creepy or like um, like the Hammer movies, like the Hammer yeah. movies, like the woman, the woman in black, because mm-hmm. it's always they're always kind of dark and their architecture is older than anything we have here, and it just adds to the creepy factor. The Beth definitely can capture like gothic elements yes. a little bit easier yes. than like the suburbs or something. Which yeah. there's something to be said for making the suburbs scary, though. I mean, that's yeah. like really effective when you can do it, but. Yeah. Any other closing comments? I think we've yeah. talked the hell out of this. Yeah, I think we got it. Okay. Good. Let's 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 stop. Wait. Oh. What? I'm Jeff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good, call, good call. Good call. Good <laughs> call. Jeez. We have a thing we got to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we just reviewed Housebound. God, it's black in the complex. Random question time. Um, what horror movie did you see a trailer for or a preview for that you thought looked completely horrible, but then you finally checked it out and it exceeded your expectations and you really liked it? 
Do you need some time to think? I, you know, just for reference, you asked the question, you announced Jeff's name, and then you unzipped your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded like, it sounded a little weird. Like, has there ever been a time, Jeff, zoop, like, you know, no, no response from him at all. Like, uh. Do you need, do both of y'all need time to think? I have my A answer. horror movie? Yeah, a horror movie yeah. that you saw a trailer for that looked really bad, but then you finally saw it, and it exceeded your expectations, and you really liked it. Yeah, you go first. I don't know. Mine, yeah, what made you think of this question? The only reason I thought this question is because I wanted to talk about Sinister, because that was a trailer. Sinister is the movie with Ethan Hawke, and there's some creepy little villain man that he sees outside of his window, and he's like, oh, no. And so that was the premise of the first movie. And there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And so the sequel is what made me want to see the original. But when the original trailer first came out, I thought it looked horrible. I thought it looked like a Monster of the Week type mm. movie. Um, and... <laughs> so, hold on, I'm going to pause it. Um, so when I saw the original trailer, I thought it looked horrible. I thought it looked like a movie of the week um, or a Monster of the Week type scenario. I just thought it looked really super lame. And every time someone mentioned the movie to me later on in my life, um, they always said how great it was. And I was like, oh, liars. And then I was in a, we were seeing a movie for something else, and the trailer for the sequel came on. And it scared me. Like, I don't think trailers usually scare me. But I remember jumping and making a noise from this trailer. And I said, I have to see the original Sinister. So I went back and watched the original Sinister, and I loved it. I thought just the the villain was amazing. I thought the music was amazing. I downloaded the soundtrack from iTunes. So I, then I went and bought the movie, and now it's just like my favorite horror movie of all time, out, out, other than Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so so yeah. you're saying we should watch it. Have you never seen Sinister? <laughs> nope. Oh my god, it's no. so amazing. You'll love the music. It's so creepy. It is pretty good. Oh, the music cool. is yeah. so awesome. Yeah. And it's good. I mean, it's not like a tip. It's not what, it's not what I thought it was. Mm. I have been baptized in this movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I own it now. I'll follow your recommendation. I own it now. Um, I could. You should borrow it, or maybe we can like watch it here one day or whatever. That's true. We but. could always do a screening and then talk about a movie sometime. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. It's so good. Hey, yeah. Oh, and the trailer for the second one looks amazing. So Is you the have second to. One out? Not yet, but it's coming. Okay, it will be here soon. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. You got one. No, just Jeff Wilson. Oh, Jeff, do you have one? Uh. Movie trailer, horror movie I thought was going to be bad, turned out to be great. Uh, Maybe I should have given. It's kind of specific. You guys, all no. the time. <laughs> I think it's a good, it's a good no. question. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, I don't know. Do you have one? Um, I think for me, uh... oh, Cloverfield. I think I think when uh, when I saw that advertised and everything, I thought it looked very gimmicky and kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like found footage movies usually; they kind of annoy me a little bit. And I think I caught it on cable, mm-hmm. um, like a couple years after it, it had come out. And I thought it was actually more effective on television for some reason. It made it feel like I was watching some kind of weird live, you know, report or whatever uh, of some of this, you know 
this crazy monster destroying um is it new york i think it's new yeah. york city mm-hmm. um and even though there, there it's not the best movie of all time by any means I, I think it far exceeded my low expectations like i definitely thought oh this is really stupid and you know like every poster i've ever seen since Planet of the Apes, that has like the Statue of Liberty being screwed up. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of, it's kind of like so so cliche to me. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I, I think I had knives out for it unfairly. And then yeah. when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is like a really fun movie, and it mm-hmm. um, actually kind of made. To me, it was the closest thing to like, um, like if they made a Godzilla movie and they made it from the point of view of the humans, like yeah. for real, like, and they had no clue what the hell Godzilla was, or mm-hmm. it, that, that it was pretty damn close to that and I thought it was kind of cool like the spirit of that was kind of fun so you've never seen Cloverfield before you've never seen Cloverfield because everyone said it was not good and and I'm not a fan of found footage I was about to say it's it's that's mostly why it was good in the context of me thinking it was going to be just a big turd you know what I mean so it's kind of hard for me to say like you got to go out and see Cloverfield you know what I mean like but I did like it I thought it was a fun movie so you'd recommend it yeah I think we would you would watch we should watch it sometime quarantine I think Quarantine was one of those it's a found footage film that ended up being better than I thought I don't remember that Quarantine. one Quarantine I may have seen it but I don't remember Sounds I think they have like cor- the second cor- like mm. the second one on Netflix but you know and, and you mentioned um, obviously you were talking about uh, Sinister I think the same people that made Sinister made um, uh, what, what is it called where everyone purge the purge oh, oh really right hmm. And and I and I kind of vaguely thought I remember thinking that looked kind of like a cliche movie as well, like a kind of a dumb, you know, low budget, um, terrible movie. And then when I saw it, I actually enjoyed it. Because I think when we saw the trailer for the second one, it, it said something like from the director or the producers of mm. Purge, and it was another movie that they mentioned. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure down. that's why Ethan Hawke is in in both both of those films. Is I think that's the common link. Is oh. It's like the same uh, creative just... crew or whatever. Yeah. For Sinister, and then they made it. Go-to actor, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I guess the closest thing I would have would be Insidious, but I didn't. Mm. I didn't really know anything. I I think I. It wasn't on my radar at all. Like I, I don't even know if I saw the trailer before I saw the movie. Just I had some friends that Mm. recommended it and invited me over to their house. Oh, you've got to watch this movie with us. So yeah. uh, But I guess I didn't have any kind of any expectations at all because I. That's the closest thing I can think of where. But I didn't see a trailer first, so hmm. I don't really know. Should have given you some more time. Yeah. A heads up. Looking but always. it's kind of fun to do on the yeah. spot. Yeah, for sure. Never know. Testing to you. If something comes to you, <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If something comes to you, there's still time. Just be like, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay. If I think of something, I'll... <laughs> okay. Sounds like plan. Craig's Creepy Corner. I have, a que- I have a question for you guys as well. Um, if you had to be one of the classic Universal Monsters, which one would you pick and why? So you can choose between the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the creature from the Black Lagoon, and the mummy. Those are your choices. Or the Invisible Man. Well, he's not really a monster. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, 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 I will allow the Invisible Man if you want to pick that. I wasn't going to pick him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> monsters. Old school monsters. Which, If you had to be one, which one would you pick? Who would win in a fight? No. <laughs> Jeff. Hmm, if I had to be one, I would probably be Dracula. Why? Because 
uh, he's immortal. Yeah. And ladies like him. In some some <laughs> cases, yeah. The, yeah. But now the Bela Lugosi so one, though, ladies love really... cool Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So proud of yourself. Hello, cool <laughs> Okay, so you like the suave, you know, but you're an unholy thing. You're an undead thing, you know, and you're certainly going to hell. But Frankenstein's monster is already dead. He's just yeah, and the mummy is too. Yeah, I I I think we were going to be hard pressed for someone to pick the mummy, but yeah, call me crazy. And the Wolfman, he's like half cool because then you can you can do you can be you know yourself part of the time. But then when the moon is full, you're tearing people up. Yeah. So I'm going to go Dracula, even though, you know, somebody's eventually going to come and try to just, all they have to do to kill you is just go to your house during the daytime mm. <laughs> and drag you outside somehow. <laughs> well, and then it's good to know, though, that you, you don't mind killing people for food. He was going to do that as the where the... Yeah. ends up happening. <laughs> what is it? It's gonna happen. Unless I could be Doctor Frankenstein, then I'm. That's no. Oh, you have to be one of the monsters. Be the monster. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Dracula. Okay. Fair enough. Kia. Dracula. What? Anybody who knows me and knows me well knows Dracula is a vampire, right? The head vampire, correct? Yes. Sure. Sure. Why not? That's what he is. Is he the head one, though? No, I mean, I, I think it kind of depends on your, your take on the mythology. Take, but, but he is, you know, okay. Yeah. So anyone who knows me knows me well and knows that my favorite TV show of all time is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And if you do not like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, then I look down on you. But um, I don't like the sun I because it causes cancer. I um, And it's really hot. I prefer to stick to the shadows. Um, I do like... To be immortal. Um, so definitely Dracula. Hmm. Definitely. Okay. Well, you guys are both wrong. <laughs> hmm, what are you going to pick? You don't want to be... Listen, I love Creature from the Back Lagoon, but oh, you don't yeah. want to be Creature because he probably is, like, not Great. that terribly Great. smart. So you would lose a lot of your humanity if you became the Creature, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and then plus you're, you're water-bound. And I'm not totally sure how much he can breathe outside of the water, so... Doesn't really appeal to me. I'm kind of scared of underwater it stuff. Smells bad too. Yeah, man. yeah. I, like I, I love that creature design. He's my favorite creature yeah, design. Has to live a life of solitude. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point yeah. too. Is like according to the movies, he seems to be the last of his kind, or at least there's not many of them, because uh, he seems to be the one that comes up over and over again. Like I don't think they're catching a new one each time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dracula is a terrible choice because you're an unholy thing. Um, but you don't care that you're an unholy thing. Well, that's fine. It's, if you guys want to embrace... I'm an unholy thing right now, and I'm not even a vampire. <laughs> it's been done. You you guys, you if you guys want to embrace care. the darkness and want to be against, you know, uh, religion, you know, you want to be an unholy thing, that's your business. You guys why have can't, fun. Why can't we be Dracula and be, and be nice to people? Dracula doesn't kill you everybody. You don't know how Dracula works. This is how I would be if I were Dracula. Okay, you can put your own spin on it. <laughs> um, and then Frankenstein's monster would be really cool. It's kind of a toss-up. Like, uh, I'm kind of conflicted. Because I also think with uh, modern technology, you could theoretically get some plastic surgery to look a little bit more normal if you needed to. you pass a little bit easier. Yeah. And you'd be immortal. You're super strong, immune to all diseases. 
pretty badass. That's what I mean. It's yeah, pretty good to go. But you would be hideous. I mean, that's that's one of the things. Isn't he? Is he? He's green, isn't he? He is. How are you well, fix in that? the the novel, he's yellow. Um, the movie Universal Monster movies, I guess he's technically greenish. How are you gonna fix that? There's no plastic surgery for that. Uh, the I whole body. You, if you guys can embrace being Dracula, I think you can embrace being green. Can the people yeah. embrace sure you being could. green though? nowadays uh, in, the, in 2015? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure they can. The Frankenstein's monster doesn't seem very intelligent, at least in the Universal movies. In the Universal movies, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. You know, he's had, he had a lot of things happen to him, so. If he had enough time, maybe he, gets, he could catch yeah, up. Yeah, maybe, because he does seem to start talking and yeah. stuff as they go on, especially in, you know, right. Bride of Frankenstein. When right. he's, now, I don't know this he much learns about the, smoke and, yeah. the yeah. Universal Monsters, <laughs> but Frankenstein was put together by somebody. By Frankenstein. I mean, the, the monster was put together by Dr. Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> the titular does, character. Does the, does the monster have a <laughs> I think he does have a penis, um, because there's the Bride of Frankenstein. I mean, there, yeah. there's implication that, you know, he could mate and everything okay so yeah don't you worry i'd have a penis as the frankenstein's monster um oh. but what well, yes oh, i was Go gonna ahead. say then you can have your own tv show like the monsters and you can be frankenstein's <laughs> monster you could be the what, does that make you a grandpa yeah because you want to be a dracula right so i can have a laboratory in the basement what's that but i'm dracula too so who was she um i forgot her name on the monsters uh, Lily. Lily. Lily yeah, is a vampire. Is She's a female oh, vampire. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the correct answer is Wolfman, because so you, you're Eddie. <laughs> you would be immortal. Okay, Wolfman can't die by any means in the Universal monster movies. Um, well, I didn't know that. You only have Silver Bullet. No, he comes back from that though. If you count sequels and stuff. What? Like that, know doesn't, that. that doesn't kill him. Like he, he eventually will come back from it. Like you remove the bullet, apparently it resurrects him. Um, you only have to be a monster like one, maybe two days out of the month. So you could theoretically have someone lock you up during those times. Uh, a la Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer. Or Oz. Potter. <laughs> right, exactly. So I mean, you, you could avoid hurting people, be immortal, um, still get to be a cool monster sometimes if you need to be. Well, I, mean, that's pretty... I didn't know you couldn't be killed. Oh, hmm. I'm sorry. Well, your fault. Maybe you should have... <laughs> Jeff didn't I, know that either. I, but I have to I admit, I, I kind of, uh, for nostalgia reasons, and just because I like Frankenstein's monster, I kind of... I probably would still pick Frankenstein's monster, even though I know Wolfman would be the best answer of all of them. It'd be cool to be like the heavy hitter. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. If you behead Wolfman, that doesn't work? He comes nope. back. If you hit him when he's I'm, human, I'm going by Universal Monster Wolfman. He okay? can be killed when he's human, right? In his human form, he, he still comes back because he has the same problem like the Hulk in the Avengers movies. That he talks about killing himself and then coming back. Like Talbot does that. The Wolfman implies that he has tried to kill himself and it doesn't work. He comes back. And yeah. in uh, Monster Squad, they put a piece of dynamite in his pants and he blows up, and then his body parts just <laughs> yeah. like, come back well, together. Well, I might want to change my answer then. <laughs> oh, no, no, now we're all, we're all going to be Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made my case. I'm sticking with Dracula. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't go wrong with any of them except for maybe okay Gilman. I think yeah. vampires are cool. Yeah, and I, you know, like their mystery and mm. that they do stick to the shadows. The Invisible Man would be pretty cool. 
Um, except that you'd be invisible all the time. That, that does kind of, yeah. that would get old, I would think. You could put makeup on. They yeah. can just look creepy, though. Yeah. <laughs> you always have to wear sunglasses, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, when you, like, talk, people would see inside. Because you, you couldn't have makeup for your tongue. And yeah, like, and I teeth, can see the but... wig in your mouth. Yeah. I guess you could wear grills. Back. You could have, like, a grill. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, contact lenses. I don't know. Ugh. There's a lot you could do, but you would still look freaky. And yeah, and it would take you, like, like, four hours to set it all up. And you still look like hell. You know what I mean? Like, all this preparation. Like, I look normal. And you go out into the daylight, and everyone's just like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Like, no one... Is that guy wearing makeup? You're a weirdo. Like, um... I just want to be normal. Okay, that that was my wonderful segment. That was Craig's Creepy Corner. Craig Creepy Corner! We still have the letters, right? Or the questions. Well, we have, oh, yeah. we have a few comments on Twitter. Already? Um, oh, from... No, this is... Okay. I, I tweeted out that we were going to record tonight, a couple days ago, and again today. Only um, read the nice ones. Um, <laughs> and... Um, one that says we should all commit suicide. Our Twitter <laughs> handle, by the way, is at HAHorrorCast. Again, that's at HAHorrorCast. You can look us up by Half-Assed HorrorCast. Um, here are some of the observations. Oh, be have, gentle. Um, we have, let me see. Okay, this is from at Casey Smilehard. <laughs> I really enjoyed your first episode, The Blob. You guys are so much fun to listen to, and your radio play was fantastic. Yay. There was that one. I don't Thank know if that's you. really appropriate for us to read, by the way. It sounds like I'm like... <laughs> Like, eh, this, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then someone replied to that um, uh-huh. at the Fafa <laughs> HDS. Um, the one I love episode was really good. Yeah. Um, I, that, I like that one because that was like the like the hardest movie to talk about because it was so confusing to describe. So yeah. I'm happy that someone re- listened to it and <laughs> understood what we were talking about. Um, we have at 13 Chris love horror good camaraderie oh god love horror good camaraderie and amazing radio plays I highly recommend this podcast very entertaining on iTunes bacon um, okay we have uh, thank you at Jennifer Word author um, she suggests uh, starry eyes and honeymoon um, as things to maybe look at um, is Starry Eyes on Netflix? I don't know. I don't is that the so. one where she... I want to see that, though, because I met the guy who directed that movie. Really? Yeah, because um, when I was in... went to California last time to visit my friends, uh, my friend Annette has a thing where she has a bunch of people get together on Fridays for drinks and call it they call it Horror Happy Hour. Yeah. Oh, cool. And uh, she introduced me to some of her friends, and she's like, that guy, he directed this movie called Starry Eyes. You should watch it. And I was like, okay, I will. And she's like, it's got all these great reviews. And ever yeah, since then, I've heard on... other people tell me to watch it. I'm like, I've been hearing about this movie. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. Does that look familiar to you? That picture where her eyes are kind of you sketched out? You can look up on it. Uh, I mean, we can look it up if you guys want. Yeah. yeah. That'd be it has a 72... <laughs> Not that anyone cares, but me. A 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's pretty... Starry eyes. Same as Jurassic World. And uh, <laughs> she just mentions looking forward to hearing about how, uh, Housebound. So. What was the other one? Starry eyes and... And Honeymoon was the other one. I don't think I've heard of that one. I haven't either. 
starry eyes and honeymoon. I've seen the starry eyes on Netflix. Um, it's on Netflix, you guys. Ooh, no excuses. Nice. Maybe that would should be our next one, Starry Eyes. Okay, I can handle that. Star, star, starry eyes. Um, here's one also from um, the Fafa HDS. Uh, do you think the fear and tension you usually feel in horror movies was ruined by the bits of comedy in Housebound? I don't. Because I, I still I, jumped. I was still Yeah. I mean, I, I think the question's kind of also kind of asking, in general, you know, do horror comedies work? Like, as, as legit. Yeah, comedy, yeah, yeah. Like, once you bro- bro- broach over to <clears throat> being a comedy, do you just instantly destroy the humor i mean the horror elements of it right you know? i think this one works i think if it's i think this one worked because if i recall correctly the funny parts weren't in the scary moments yeah like the, the funny moments happened like during the day and, mm-hmm. and the scary moments were legitimately scary i don't you know i don't remember laughing you know during a scary moment like when his hand reaches out or something like that right so I think if it if it does that, if it has a way to separate the two so that the scary moments are fully scary and then the, the, the comedy is put in elsewhere, mm-hmm. then I think yeah. that can work. And I feel like the comedy in that wasn't super slapsticky over the top too. It was sort yeah. of dry and the... Because, uh, yeah, I thought some there were some pretty genuinely creepy moments in it. Like when she's in the shower and that... Uh, teddy bear thing oh, is coming. Yeah. That was uh, oh the teddy bear creepy. that was like put in the fire and that showed up oh, again yeah. and it was burnt still. That's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that sequence. That was like my favorite part just about yeah because it came <laughs> he back. Thought, he was, was like, like, I hope oh, it's still burnt. Like, and yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Still... <laughs> like when he was in the car driving and it was in the back seat in the bag. That yeah. part was pretty freaky. That was pretty. Great. I think the comedy is cool because when you go see a scary movie, I feel like you're tense, you're prepared. And I think the comedy is a good way to kind of like let your guard down so then you feel yeah. kind of comfortable. And then when the scary comes again, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot. It's scary. <laughs> so, hope that answered your question, sir. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's a young lady. Oh, Papa. Yeah. Um, hope that answered your question. Yeah. In, in, That's like what happened to me in the drive through today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and thank you guys all for your comments. Um, yes, thank you. It's very cool, very cool. And I guess we might actually take the recommendation from Jennifer. I think we should watch Star Eyes. I've Star seen Eyes. it pop yeah. up quite a bit on I've Netflix. I've been meaning and... to watch that, um, actually. So, yeah. yeah. It's nice. I didn't realize uh, it had such a good rating. had an idea for a movie, too, though, right? Well, it was my, it was my turn to yeah. pick one. I don't think I've we gotten do, to yet. We but... could do... We you did, did the blob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first mm-hmm. one. Um, I thought you did another one, too, didn't you? Creepshow may have been mine. Creepshow. We did one together, kind of, the Blue Ruin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was supposed to be another movie well, originally. And then... Let's, let's. Were you going to suggest something, Jeff? Oh no, I was going to say we could watch two movies. <laughs> I mean, might as we well, do... and then we could record two at once. Also, yeah. I mean, it's up to you guys. Is it, there's a, that's in the question. Yeah, that was oh, all the questions. Okay. That's why I was thinking. You know, thanks everybody uh-huh. again for sending in. I think if no one else has a suggestion, I have a suggestion for a movie. But I know I've suggested like. Did you have one? What do you have? I think we've concentrated really hard on picking good movies. Like, Kia's thing is uh, going to Rotten Tomatoes and making sure that it's a good movie before we sit down to watch it. But why don't you um, purposely watch a bad movie? I want to see <laughs> I Frankenstein. You. I want to see yeah. I Frankenstein. I, I like think... Aaron Eckhart. Awesome. The look of disgust on Jeff's face is awesome. <laughs> but I mean, it would be fun to, watch, to talk about a movie that we hate, though, right? And I then. Think, yeah. Who knows? We might actually like it. It might be fun. It might be, you know. 
How about this, Jeff? It would be a. Uh, it would be. It probably be funnier to talk about a movie we hated. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. It might be fun to have something uh, go at something with knives out. Yeah. I kind of think. I, here's the thing. You know, like uh, Kevin Smith when he talks about JMU's. Um, and how J. Muse likes all comic books. It doesn't yeah. matter as long as it's a damn comic book. Mm. He will he will be like, oh, I love it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's like Archie or Punisher or whatever. Yeah. Like any comic you put in front of that guy, he, he will love. And, and Kevin Smith talks about how that's kind of like an endearing thing about him, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I'm that way with horror movies for the most part. Oh yeah. Like as long as it's a horror movie, there's something I will like about it and kind of appreciate about it. That's just my default setting, you know. Um, so I like there might be a chance I'm the one that's like defending I Frankenstein like this is an amazing movie, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like is it I don't horror know. though, or is it like action? It, I don't think it was. I think it'd be it qualifies as horror before um, other movies we watched like Blue Ruin like maybe. Gothic, yeah, I mean horror. I think it's like action with like gothic elements. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. Frankenstein's the main character. He's fighting demons. Yeah. I mean it's not you know yeah. supernatural thriller. Is that still on Netflix? Yeah, oh yeah. One star. <laughs> One star on Netflix. All right, let's go. What's, what, is it, what does it have on Rotten Tomatoes? No. I know that's what you're looking up. No, actually, I was trying to see if it's on Netflix. Oh, it's, it's definitely on Netflix. I, I checked earlier. There's another movie on Netflix. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I bet Craig will want to watch this. It's that uh, wolf cop movie. Have you seen Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Frankenstein, has what might be the lowest... I've ever seen, and that's a three percent. That's a three percent. That is <laughs> come on. Low. I mean, let's just try it. Let's, just, just, let's try is doing it a terrible one. Like Aaron Eckhart himself. Like, <laughs> come I'm on, already guys. in. Like you don't okay. have to convince me. And here's the thing. Jeff. Let me see if what Wolf Cop got. Oh, right, if, you, if you can't handle I Frankenstein, Jeff, like feel free to turn it off, and that can be part of like what we talk about. Wolf Cop like, got a sixty-seven percent. That means oh, this is wow. a legitimate good. Movie. That's surprising. I saw the trailer. Trailer for that. Like my friend, uh, he, uh, I was at his house one day. He goes, "Hey, pull up the trailer for Wolf Cop." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> but I yeah. think that's also supposed to be like, funny, right? Yeah, it looks like yeah. it's supposed to be so a it's comedy, probably, like, yeah. sort of. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. Which I think I Frankenstein is taking itself really, really it, serious. I yeah, mean, it's, sure. it's not, you know, <laughs> supposed to be funny. Aaron know. Eckhart's return to form. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Excuse me. But I like Aaron Eckhart, so. But is it's based on a comic book too, right? I had no idea. No, I, I didn't know that. Then we could watch I Zombie, and <laughs> just go down a list of I, I something. I, um, okay, so I starry zombie. starry eyes based on a listener recommendation, and then as a backup, I Frankenstein. Let's do it. Okay, or as a backup, we're going to do two movies anyway, right? We normally, I think, we're trying to pick two movies, right? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So let's definitely do not as yeah. a backup, but like. Um, also, the next time maybe we can talk about Black Mirror because um, oh, yeah. we, oh, yeah. Kay and I, have watched some Jeff since oh. you brought it up to us off air. Cool. So that might yeah, be something the, to kind of talk a little bit about. That would be cool. Yeah. Because uh, there's one episode in particular that I wanted to get your opinion on. Really? Actually, but which one? You want to go ahead and talk about it? It depending on if he's seen it. I've only seen I've only seen a handful of them. I've only seen like three episodes now. Have you seen? I saw White Bear. That's the one with. Yeah, that one. I like. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um, It's one of the best ones. The one with the recording eyeballs. Yeah. I don't know what that one was called. Oh yeah. Um, That's the first one you showed me. That's the. He watched them all, and then she was like, "You have to watch these." And like, did you watch the one with Domhnall Gleeson? 
No, no. no not that. Oh, and okay. Agent Carter. Not yet. Well, why don't we? Why don't we? How about that be part C? How about, how about okay. that be like the the third you know component or whatever? We'll watch all those. Like I'll I'll try to catch up on my own time, whatever. Because mm-hmm. I think you've watched all of them. I'll watch it again though. I like I like that yeah. one. So we'll we'll do Black Mirror, um, Starry Star. Eyes, and I Frankenstein, and, and Wolf Cop. No, and Wolf Cop. <laughs> it's part four. There's a part D. There's a part D. <laughs> um, yeah. Lots of homework. No, yeah, we'll stick with those three. That's good. Yeah. Wolf Cop. Cool. All right, so we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Okay, any closing statements? We good to go? Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening and sending us questions. I mean, that was really cool. Yeah. Stoked. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, and don't forget to listen to our amazing oh. radio play. Yeah. Oh. What's it called? Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> A Tale of Terror. <laughs> A Tale of Terror. <laughs> Good evening. Tonight I've decided to go old school. That's a play on old school, kiddies. Sit back, grab some straw, and get ready to spin some gold. Once upon a time there lived a miller who was quite poor. One day he had the opportunity to speak with the king. Speak to me, lowly miller! The miller scrambled to think of a way to seem important to the king and remembered his majesty's penchant for beautiful women. I have a daughter that can spin straw into gold. Oh, really? I wasn't expecting that at all. Oh, yes, my dear king. Uh, She's quite dandy. This pleases me. Bring her to my palace tomorrow, and we shall see just how clever your little tart really is. Um, uh, okay. The next day, the girl was most pleased to have a meeting with the king. Oh, Papa, a meeting with the king? Do you think he means to marry me? I mean... Maybe. Papa, what's the matter? Listen, um, we're almost there, so there's something that I feel I should maybe tell you. Oh, Papa, are you about to make me the happiest girl in all the land? Are you, Papa? Sure, sure I am. It's just, I may have told the king that you can spin gold from straw. Wait, what? Just go with it. Well, hello! I see you brought your homely daughter. Woof, woof! I do hope she can spin gold as you claimed. Your Majesty. But of course she can. Splendid. Follow me. The king led the girl into a large room filled with straw and handed the girl a spinning wheel and a reel. Now get to work. If by the morning you have not spun the straw into gold, you shall die. Oh, please. He then locked the door and left. The poor girl sat there and had no idea what to do. Eventually she began to weep. Then suddenly, the door opened and a little man came in. Good evening, young mistress. Why are you crying so? The king says I must spin straw into gold or I must die. I don't know how to spin straw into gold. Uh, What will you give me if I do it for you? Oh, mister, I'd give you anything. I mean, anything. Hmm, I'll, I'll take that spiffy necklace. Oh, okay. The girl gave him her necklace. The little man sat down and spun and spun and spun all through the night. In the morning, all the straw was gone and only reels of gold remained. See, your majesty? I am most delighted. However, my heart grows even more greedy. Follow me, you homely tot. He took the girl to a much larger room filled with straw. If by the morning you have not spun this straw to gold, you shall die. Once more, the poor girl sat and had no idea what to do. 
She was weeping when the door opened again, and the little man came in. I have nothing to give you, save my bosom. Would you like that, little man? Um, you still have that ring? Oh, yes, I do. The girl gave him the ring on her finger, and in the morning, all the straw was gone and only reels of gold remained. The king rejoiced, but wanted even more gold. He took the girl to an even larger room filled with straw. Listen, now I'll be honest, you're not really my type. But before the morning, you have spun this straw into gold. You shall be my wife. When the girl was alone, the door opened again. Hello, what will you give me this time? I had nothing left to give, unless perhaps you'd like to spend some gold in an altogether different place. Oh, please. Uh, no. I... Listen, just promise me your first child should you become queen. The girl, not knowing what else to do, promised she would. And so, the straw was spun into gold, and the king married the miller's homely daughter, and she became queen. A year later, the queen gave birth to a beautiful child. She never thought about the little man until suddenly he came into the room. You must give me what you have promised. Oh, please. I'll give you all the riches in the kingdom if you leave me my child. No. Something that is alive is more dear to me than treasure. Very well. Despite being married, I shall give you the most valuable treasure of all the land. My rump. I... I don't want that. At all. How about I give you three days to find out my name? If you fail, I shall keep your child. So the queen thought the entire night of all the names she had ever heard. She sent two messengers to go far and wide into the country and gather some more. The next day, the little man returned. Casper? That is not my name. Melchior? That is not my name. Balthazar? That is not my name. Well, so much for the names of the three wise men bearing gifts in the New Testament. And the queen continued to say all the names she knew. And with each name, the little man replied, That is not my name. On the second day, she repeated the most uncommon and curious names that she had learned from inquiring in the neighborhood. Short ribs? That is not my name. Sheepshanks? That is not my name. Lace legs? That is not my name. On the third day, the messengers returned. Well, all right now, I've been out asking everybody, and uh, we weren't able to find any new names, but on the way back, we did find a little house. And on top of High Mountain, inside there was a little man hopping around a fire on one leg and shouting. What did he say? Well, uh, okay, I'll tell you what he said. I, I, I wrote it down. Hold on. Today I bake, tomorrow I brew. The next I'll have the young queen's child. Ha! Huh? Glad I am that no one knew that Rumpelstiltskin I am styled. Just then, the little man came in. Now, my young queen, what is my name? Is your name Walter? No. Is it Quinn? <laughs> no. Then perhaps your name is Rumpelstiltskin. Mm. The devil told you that! The devil told you that! And in his anger, he plunged his right foot so deep into the ground that his entire leg went in. With both hands, he then pulled his left leg so hard that he tore himself into two. No! Oh, God! Son of a bitch! Oh! Oh, God, you, oh dear! Oh, oh, Jesus! Oh! Oh, 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 oh
Oh god. Oh shit. Oh motherfucker. Ow. Ow. This is too much. It's a horror show. It's a motherfucking horror show. How is he not dead? Oh god. How is he still this little troll man? Oh my god. You asshole. Oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, spin me some more gold. Oh, I can't. What? I'm so weak. Oh, where am I? Lay down on my lap. My exposed lap. Lay down on it. Hope you enjoyed our little bedtime story, kiddies. Until next time.